गाइज वेलकम टू येट एनदर एपिसोड ऑफ पॉडकास्ट अनफिल्टर्ड विच इज ए कास्ट बॉक्स ओरिजिनल शो दिस इज द पॉडकास्ट फॉर यू इफ यू आर इंटरेस्टेड इन इन साइडर स्टोरीज ऑफ पॉडकास्ट एंड अमेजिंग पॉडकास्टर्स आई एम ए होस्ट विजय गौतम एंड आई वुड लाइक टू थैंक यू फॉर ज्वाइनिंग मी एज वी ब्रिंग यू एवरीथिंग दैट गोज बिहाइंड द कर्टन्स टू पुट टूगेदर ए पॉडकास्ट This episode is very special because today I'm not chatting with a podcaster. My guest today is Sonam Sekhawat. She is India's only Emmy award-winning writer. If you don't know what Emmy is, it is Oscar equivalent award for excellence in television industry. She has written some of the wildly popular cartoon series such as Chota Veem, The Little Singham, Shaktiman Animated, Edo, All Hail King Julian among many others. She has written for platforms like dreamworks.tv, Netflix, Disney, Pogo, Nick among many other platforms. I met Sonam at an event recently and asked her to share a few things about storytelling and I was fascinated by the information that she has shared with me and I knew I need to get her on the show and ask her to share a few things about storytelling, scripting, developing characters. setting plot and lot more i enjoyed having this conversation with sonam and hope you will enjoy as well but before we dive in guys if you are looking at starting your own podcast you must check my 6 weeks group podcast coaching program this is where i help people like you craft your message design your show master the technical aspect and launch your podcast with a bang check out the details at bjspeaks.com/coaching that is bjspeaks.com forward slash coaching. Now, let's dive into today's episode. So guys, I'm here with Sonam Sekhawat. Sonam, thank you so much for joining me on this show today. Hi, Vijay. Thank you for having me here. It's an absolute pleasure in having you here. So we both attended this event in Simla and we are coming back together uh, on car from Simla. And then stories that you have shared and the process of story writing that you have shared on the car, it was making a lot of sense to me. And I said, okay, cool. Now I need to get Sonam on the show before she flies out. Uh, <laughs> so when are you flying back? I'm flying back on Saturday. Okay. So I'm here for some time and uh, yeah I mean like uh, basically storytelling I've been doing for last 10 years and uh, this is the only thing I know I guess so every time someone starts talking about storytelling I just can't stop. Oh yeah absolutely and the example that you have given there I mean you essentially deconstructed the movie and then you know uh, into the different parts and it was really amazing to uh, listen the way you broke down that movie deconstructed that and I could relate to a lot of different things as myself I am looking at learning storytelling much depth so i thought okay cool uh let me bring her on the show and thank you so much for doing this you don't have to do this but you are doing this so it's just amazing and you know you have worked with all these uh, uh amazing like the list goes on and on dreamworks netflix disney and uh, you know you have worked with you have written a script for lil singham chota veem mighty raju and the list goes on and on and on so maybe i think we can start the conversation by talking about how did you get fascinated with the cartoon specifically Oh uh, well uh, I started watching animation at a very young age like I started watching animation when I was just 12 or 13 like lot of kids watch animation but I started watching it from the story point of view and uh, uh, I mean I started making notes so a lot of people ask me that how now 500 credentials are there under my belt so everyone keeps on asking me how do you build stories how do they come to you so obviously uh, you can get inspired from your surroundings to 
build new and newer stories but uh, there always has to be a structure mm-hmm. to build a story like if someone says i am a writer and i can tell stories then uh, probably he's a very talented person or he's just overconfident because uh, there is an art and a technique associated with storytelling mm-hmm. uh, for example uh, if you want to tell a story and a strong story then you must have three things to your story and that is a beginning a middle and an end in other words we also call it hook hold and pay off uh, it's very important to create a hook so uh, when i started watching animation as a kid i started noticing it uh, started making notes for myself uh, that's why every time i would watch a movie i would think like wow these guys are like doing it so well so why do we need to have this kind of thing why do we need to have this kind of structure is basically to get the audience emotionally drawn towards your story because uh, like we were learning meditation in shimla and we found out that uh, uh, breathing is common to everyone that's why to True. teach meditation everyone gets connected through breathing and uh, we can connect to ourselves through breathing but if we want to connect with everyone on a dream level or on a story level emotions are common to every human being true that's why it's very important to create a hook that gets our audience emotionally drawn towards our story so what is a hook basically uh, for example uh, again there are three things to a story that's like a protagonist mm-hmm. and it has to have a aim so when you define that aim in your story that is basically the hook of your story like in finding nemo uh when nemo gets kidnapped and the father has to get merlin has to get him back uh that's the hook of the story like in moana she gets the heart of feeti and then she finds out that she has to restore that heart uh that is the hook of the story in lion king basically it's the most amazing story ever created uh, when uh, his father dies mm-hmm. that's the hook of the story and it normally happens in a 90 minute kind of a structure it normally happens at before 14th or 15th minute of the movie okay so is that a context setting for the movie like you are just laying out uh, uh see the this structure can vary the kind of see there are several stories that are not uh, written according to the structure mm-hmm. for example memento interstellar yeah but even if you look at normal stories, like even titanic mm mm-hmm. as soon as it starts his journey yeah that's where the hook is established okay. unsinkable sh- yeah. ship it cannot sink at all you know and jack and rose they start their journey that's where the hook is established so titanic is the hero protagonist mm-hmm. in the movie yeah so its aim is not to sink so for every story you need to establish a hook once you have hooked the audience you need your audience to associate with the story okay empathize with the protagonists to put themselves in the shoes of the protagonist uh, so for that you use conflicts the second thing that is common in all of our lives is uh, conflict yeah all of us are facing some other the conflict yeah so, that could be internal conflict or that could be external, external conflict. conflict and situational conflict yeah so these are three types of conflicts so it can be with self can be with other characters of the movie okay or the story or it can be situational okay and uh, self conflicts are basically someone can be physically challenged mm-hmm. a actor who needs to climb mount everest can be physically challenged and that's a self conflict yeah and uh, it's very powerful very strong if used in the right way and then you can create conflicts with other characters of the movie because see these conflicts are there in our lives uh, it's on us how powerfully we use these conflicts we have to use conflicts that audience can relate with 
so this is where we hold the story and get our audience to a place where they can empathize with the character don't take the character till sympathy mm-hmm. because as soon as the audience start sympathizing with the characters they actually get detached yeah i think this was uh, another interesting thing that you mentioned make your audience empathize with the character not sympathize so maybe you can talk a bit about uh, what's the difference between that and uh, uh, you know if you can draw some examples on that yeah they the both the words look very similar but uh, empathy is very very different from sympathy empathy is basically feel for yeah stepping in somebody else's shoes yeah like if uh, you come to me and you tell me like sonam i just had a breakup Mm-hmm. and then i'll think about it uh, like yeah even i had a breakup recently and oh my god it's really a sad thing let me share a drink with you and then i will be able to empathize with you mm-hmm. and probably you'll feel better yeah and then uh, second time you'll come to me and be like probably after a week or couple of weeks you'll be like so no i'm so sad i had a breakup and i'll be like yeah i can understand till the time i'm saying i can understand till that time i am actually empathizing with you but uh, after one point like probably after two months or three months you will come so now i'm really sad i am like i had a breakup you know i cannot cope up with it i'm like ha yaar hota hai <laughs> and once i go on that point kind of detaching myself mm-hmm. from you and that's what happens like when you uh, look for sympathy instead of empathy mm-hmm. your audience will detach from the protagonist so never go for sympathy so how do you ensure that when you are writing uh, the see, story or design yeah the how i ensure that it's very easy actually for example uh, our protagonist is fighting a certain problem obviously conflicts and then every time after fighting that problem the protagonist may feel low and may cry and be like he can feel sad or whatever but every time when he gets up to still face the problem we are in that empathy zone but if the protagonist is not able to get up he's like uh, constantly getting all the beatings you know and uh, constantly sad and he's not able to come out of his uh, sadness and face the conflict head on mm-hmm. then suddenly uh, for example uh, very weak characters uh, there was a movie in which shahid kapoor played the role of a mute character we have seen very weak characters over the years but that is one weak character he plays a mute character uh, but he was not actually mute he was only doing it for sympathy and uh, then this character came out to be a very 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 weak character okay for the same reason because he was only playing mute big to gain sympathy ah uh-huh. and that's when your character falls face down hmm. if a character is able to come out of a certain situation fight that situation and face that situation head on then you'll always have your character in the zone of empathy but once uh, that character succumbs to his sadness and is not able to come out of it you know and falls into that bechara zone so that's where you should not go if you want your audience to stay connected with your protagonist this is where you hold the audience and uh, then pay off let me define pay off obviously as the word suggests uh, when uh, despite of all these conflicts all the drama and all the bad situations you know and all the difficulties all the obstacles the protagonist still manages to win to reach to his aim yeah to reach his aim to get his aim like it gives a pay off to the audience okay you you were rooting for this guy you were empathizing with this guy you were imagining yourself in his shoes and now this guy just got his aim we as a audience got a pay off and we celebrate with this guy also we can make the pay off bigger mm-hmm. 
the number of miracles we introduced in the end of the story okay we can introduce lot of miracles okay like for example we discussed finding nemo in which yeah. uh, uh they were about to find nemo but there was no possible way to reach to that de- dentist clinic and the bird actually eats them and takes them to the clinic and then they find that nemo is already dead mm-hmm. uh but he was actually not dead he was trying to work on an escape plan and that escape plan fails and another miracle happens and finally they meet but they still don't meet because uh someone else actually catches nemo mm-hmm. uh, in the fish net and then they have this uh, team play happening that nemo actually learned in the aquarium and then they work as a team and then they finally meet so so many miracles nah. happened that's how the payoff became so huge mm. when they finally hug each other and they finally meet and it gave us such a huge amount of happiness and that is why it was a very strong payoff these are the basic things we follow when we create a story and uh, obviously we get inspired from the characters around us from the situations around us from our own lives and uh, that's how we can keep creating stories i'd like to understand like how important is it to balance the payoff and the um you know conflict that's on the story uh see if the conflict is very huge obviously you'll have to create a superhero mhm to actually take down the entire the bigger is the conflict the size of the hero also becomes bigger that needs bigger. to be bigger yeah. yeah yeah it needs to be bigger and it also keeps getting bigger and bigger for example we see that in south indian movies for example we saw that in bahubali yeah true i mean the hero became so big because the conflict was huge as man true and uh, the payoff has to be in relation like uh, the kind of suffering the kind of pain our protagonist has gone through the payoff has to be proportional if the payoff is very little your audience will feel cheated yeah right yeah in this bahubali movie if character dev sena mm-hmm. would have died in yeah. the end and still bahubali managed to win payoff would have been really small and the audience would have fe- felt cheated uh, what was that man we don't like the movie yeah we go. should not do that i'm like if you have created so many difficulties for a certain character and audience are uh, audience have related with that character they have connected with that character you cannot have a tiny payoff if you have uh, created a huge conflict you need to have a huge payoff wow i think yeah that's that's very important because other than that like the whole fun of movie just uh, dies out and you know you just don't uh, in your like the what yeah. was that man we were just yeah. cheated yeah <laughs> yeah i mean like because so we all want like happily you know ever after kind of situation no, no, when no, we're no, looking that's not necessary at- see a payoff needs it can be a negative payoff it can be a positive payoff for example in uh, we recently saw in infinity war mm-hmm. we got a huge payoff man it was a <laughs> negative payoff but half of the population died Yeah. So it was proportional to what the conflict was. So it can be a negative payoff, it can be a positive payoff, but it should be in proportion to, to the, the conflict. conflict. Yeah. Got it. Huge conflict after the snap, if nothing would have happened, everyone would have smiled nicely. <laughs> Or maybe the <laughs> conflict would have exploded. Yeah. It would have been a very <laughs> silly payoff. True. So how the population of the world mm-hmm. died. All our favorite superheroes died. Man, it was a huge payoff. True. So I think let's uh, get back into you know where we started from right from the hook right so what are the different ways to design or develop that hook or anything that you would like to share on 
uh, how do I better plan my hook for the story? Or I mean, it's basically setting the entire tone for my story, right? That's where I'm going to like grab the audience's attention because that's the first thing that I'm going to show on my story. So how do I ensure that? See, some the biggest mistake that most people do while writing a story is they're not able to define the aim of the protagonist very clearly. They define it in a very... Like, okay, uh, the protagonist wants to get the girl. He falls in love with the girl and the protagonist wants to get the girl. So this is an aim. Uh, the more clarity there is that protagonist wants to get the girl because he has never seen a girl who's more beautiful. I mean, or maybe... like more the, Why should be clear for the protagonist? Yeah, why I mean, he wants to reset yeah, that w- Yeah, I mean, like when you're establishing a hook, the more uh, clarity, clarity you can build on the aim, mm-hmm. the better. Yeah. Otherwise, your hook will be like not as strong as it should be. Uh, we can take some examples. Uh, for example, Dangal. The hook was so strong. Yeah. International gold medal. Yeah, that yeah. was very clear and put forth on the like, I think as you mentioned earlier, like first 12 to 14 minutes, like you need to keep that absolute yeah, I mean, like, And how long he this guy has tried and struggled for that. Yeah. And they showed that entire journey in the first 10-12 minutes, you know. It was his biggest dream. And then because of that, he actually pushed his wife for a son. Yeah. And then four daughters he had. And still, I mean, like, you feel the sadness and disappointment with that man. Yeah. And uh, that is how, like, you need to establish your hope. It should be crystal clear. Mm. If the aim of the protagonist is clear, that's the strongest hook. Then you can hold uh, any which way you want and for example uh, in a sports movie okay like chuck de india uh-huh. it was clear yeah it was crystal clear is woman hockey team ko world cup dilana hai true that was the statement of shahrukh khan yeah. in the beginning of the movie ki ab to world cup dilana hai and true. you can make it as clear so that audience can quickly relate to what uh, yeah, the actually. journey is going to be like and mm-hmm. you know so so that and they can what they are actually rooting for yes i think that's a very important point because as an audience when you are watching movie or maybe you know listening to the story that you know on the audio itself like that's a visual and audio are different but again like the whole uh, structure of the basic structure remains the same and it's very important for you to like kind of know which side i'm going to root right so i think that's a uh, and yeah. the first thing that you want to build on your story, right? What is it that I'm going to root on this story? You know, you would be rooting one thing on a story or the other, right? So I think giving that clear hook, I think that that makes a lot of sense. You can actually do that by establishing a villain that is so evil that he needs to be taken down. Yeah. And that way also you can... So uh, this is how we do in an animation series also because we don't have so much time True. Uh, to actually build on a character and... So we just start the episode with a villain. Okay. And his motive is so evil that audience are hooked that how this character is going to be stopped. So then that's the aim, to take that evil down. Yeah. And that guy has to be, that taken. Has, guy has to be taken down. Uh, we establish the evil motives of the villain. That is something when we do in so many episodes. Okay. So what are the different characters that are uh, that one need to take care of? Like one is, as we said, protagonist. One is antagonist. What are, are there like other characters? How, yeah, how there are, there's a love interest. that has, Because see, that's where I was coming to. Yeah. It's very important uh, to know your audience. Okay. Yeah. When like, for example, if you're creating content for kids. Yeah. You cannot put a love interest because that is a... Emotion that they're not familiar with yet. Like mm. six, seven year old kids, they're only familiar with uh, happiness uh, and anger, disgust, 
they're not even familiar with sadness hmm. so if you put that emotion in your story they'll be like they'll have an immediate disconnect oh why i think uh, if i don't get an ice cream i don't feel sad i feel angry yeah i mean kids don't feel sad if they don't get an ice cream they will be like why is this character sad because they're not familiar with that emotion till the age of 7 according to that like we can create fantasy characters for kids we can create magicians we can create a santa because as kids get older Uh, they stop believing in magic and that's when they start believing in friendship and love and that's where we can cre- like there's a protagonist there's an antagonist antagonist there is a bully uh, <laughs> there is a love interest and uh, there's a competitor kids don't understand competition at a very young age so th- that character will not be there in a preschool content yeah so i mean like these are the other characters that you, so there will be a sidekick for the villain Uh, who keeps feeding his ego <laughs> yeah yeah so many characters you can create as many characters as you want you can just look in your life and see okay how many characters are there around you and you can create conflict or who mm-hmm. can emotionally support the protagonist or who can feed the ego of the villain evil scientists whatever <laughs> like as many characters come to your mind and they're important and essential for the story you can create whichever character you want yeah um so you know once your character is set and once you have given the hook now comes you know building up the story and the sequence like throughout the end you know reaching to conflict and you know maybe leading to one conflict to another two conflict so how do you structure these different sequence like is there any process or method that you follow to you know uh, build this sequence um, you know yeah <laughs> so there is only one process okay uh, every time you are building any sequence or any scene this structure will come in handy in every sentence that you write for a story what is your protagonist doing how he cannot do it and like that's what what is the aim of your protagonist in that particular scene or even when you are writing the hold of the movie a hold of your story you have to figure out one thing what is the aim of your protagonist how he can reach the aim of that particular aim in that particular scene and why he cannot reach that aim again there is a hook hold and pay or protagonist aim and object uh, for example uh, bahubali everyone has seen that movie yeah so let's uh, come on to that character climbing that fountain there was a yeah. huge waterfall oh, yeah. sorry not yeah, fountain yeah. Uh, so there was a huge waterfall and this character had to climb it so in that particular scene it was in the whole section of the movie right uh, so in that particular scene it is established that the aim of the protagonist is to reach on the top of the waterfall yep and uh, there were so many obstacles that he cannot reach the top so that's how that scene automatically became very strong mm. let's come to another scene uh, this character confesses his love for so the love the, interest yeah, yeah, the yeah. love interest he confesses his love for her and now uh, they should have no problem getting married and settle down with kids but then she suddenly tells him that i have a mission and if i don't uh, finish that mission uh, we cannot fall in love with each other i'm not even allowed to fall in love with each other if i'm if i don't complete this mission yeah so again and i think that mission becomes the <laughs> yeah, yeah obstacle yeah. yeah why these two people cannot uh, fall in love with each other or cannot settle down or, because he climbed the found oh, he climbed the waterfall he met the girl a love story should have started yeah but now the love story cannot start so every time you keep on creating you just have to follow this okay my character is doing this why he cannot do this hmm. my character is doing this why he cannot do this Aha. my character is and doing that's and that's how you can that. hold it you can hold the audience you can keep them with you okay so my character is going to do this 
now again he cannot do this then he goes on to save dev sena so this thing of like my character cannot do this these are the obstacles that you are talking about yeah. so does the obstacle need to be progressively bigger as we progress toward the end of the story not necessary not necessary, not necessary. it can be as simple as like uh, uh, the character has to go to office and he cannot find his shoes yeah and because of that some other conflict can happen hmm. in the story okay because of that uh, probably because he was not able to reach a certain place in time someone else got the project maybe the hmm. antagonist got the maybe the competitor guy got the project and because of that uh, the girl he wants to fall in love with is now falling in love with this gray shade competitor guy and uh, yeah you can just keep on building the story like that you just got to figure out like you just have to stick to the structure hmm. you don't have to make so any time you get away from this structure actually that is when your script started starts to fall down the graph starts to fall down and starts becoming boring and then you're like why people are not sitting there you know watching my story or listening to my story dude mm. the story just became boring yeah <laughs> your character is doing nothing and if he is doing nothing he is not facing any difficulty in doing that particular thing or there's no conflict happening and the graph is it just simply goes down for example there was a movie zindagi na milegi dobara yeah that movie has a constant graph it's not going up it's not going down happy happy the end yeah so yeah many people found it very uh, interesting because they were seeing all these new places and enjoying and having fun but uh, to many it felt like okay it was boring so compare zindagi na milegi dobara to dil chahta hai okay that's where you can see that what see the difference. yeah what's the difference between a good story and an average story true true okay so there always needs to be a payoff as you said like audience will feel cheated uh, yeah, if there is no payoff uh, see there are many mu- movies that, that don't give us a payoff then that movie queen for instance like uh, it was so satisfying to see she saying no i don't want to get married with you anymore but it was very satisfying to see so so her freedom was our payoff yeah there is always a payoff but sometimes what happens is the payoff is not proportional to the conflict hmm uh, that that character had to go through so that is when the movie just falls flat i'm like and the audience feel cheated that's what happens so uh, in a story there's always a payoff but it depends if it was good or bad it was like or uh, it was uh, proportional to the conflict or not that's what happens in most of the stories i mean like if you don't like the ending that means the payoff was not good okay so in your own process of story writing let's say you have to start writing a story what what is the first thing that you do or can you please break down the process of how you begin uh, till the you know the whole process of writing a story actually before writing a story mm-hmm. for a show or a movie a lot of things happen mm-hmm. a lot of uh, preparation that has to happen otherwise if you just okay i want to write a story today and yeah it doesn't no, happen it doesn't happen like that a lot of preparation a lot of hard work goes in before actually you write. so the entire process actually consists of for a series if i break it down and even for a movie first thing you need to have is a log line a log line is like one line concept like jaise ko taisa Okay that's that's the whole theme of the story. Yeah I mean like uh, or uh, if if you have a log line that is where you can you can see that okay in this log line I can see that there's a concept that is happening or there's a story that is happening. Uh for example we had a log line for uh, little singham that was India ka youngest super cop. Hmm. And uh, now we can see stories happening already. Hmm. That there is a youngest super cop and uh, 
he has a power of a lion or we also defined the log line as police ki wardi sher kadam naam hai iska little sangam so so many things we defined for the show and uh, once you have that in place once you have the concept in place you start creating a basic storyline okay in which you define that uh, what's going to be the flow of the entire story yeah how the story will flow from one scene to another scene so how do you do this uh we basically follow hook hold and pair okay okay because we already have a log line in place we have characters in place for so, so characters f- again like how yeah, do you pick so the characters yeah so for a yeah. series uh, yeah. for a movie yeah for, even for any any story first we create the log line then we create a story synopsis then we create characters then we create locations and then we create story springboards for a series for a movie we create a treatment how the movie is going to be treated i mean like it's going to be a modern setting or a period setting you know or how the dialogues are going to look like or how this movie is going to be treated okay so for uh, series we write story springboards and for movie we write a treatment we now have the log line in place and yeah. then we have a story synopsis yeah basically the synopsis of the entire series and we so have how, characters so how long is this synopsis like it's a one page or it's, two it's one one and a half till this time like you have uh, the story log and then you have synopsis till this time you haven't decided all the characters like yeah we have not decided all the characters we start yet. defining the characters after we have logged like once we have logged the synopsis yeah we start deciding upon the characters so okay. obviously there is a protagonist mm-hmm. who's going to lead can be a female protagonist it can be a male protagonist the entire story will revolve around this particular character and then uh, there is a there's a female protagonist uh, in case we are creating content for teenagers or adults and uh, then there is a sidekick normally we have that uh, one best friend kind of a character yeah. uh, one adult character in a series i mean like who's going to help if these kids are stuck or in, like something like that or we can have it so basically we create these characters uh, in a series to support the story at uh, okay because it's a sing- for example if it's little singham we created uh, a uh, inspector kavya she accompanies little singham in a, so there is a pet who actually acts like a mascot for kids so in all animation series we always have a mascot because all kids have a favorite toy uh, for example uh, in tangled we had that chameleon in any of the shows in tangled we had that cock small yeah. chicken you know cock so for in aladdin we had abu yeah so basically so there basically is basically yeah. there is a mascot yeah. in dora the explorer we have boots in uh, chhota bheem we have jaggu hmm. in doremon we have doremon hmm. because uh, kids have a favorite toy so we actually create this mascot character in all of the animation shows uh, because kids love to associate with this favorite toy character or mascot character that is their favorite toy character that's there in the series yeah and then obviously once we are done with the heroes and primary characters and secondary characters and tertiary characters we start creating the villains okay the antagonists mm-hmm. uh there is a huge difference so, uh, a villain uh, basically a hero is someone who can he's an ordinary person who can overcome extraordinary obstacles but a villain is not a person who is against the hero he's actually has he has bigger motives a villain is a person with a fatal flaw. Mm. He has bigger motives than just defeating the hero yeah. or coming in his way. If a hero is if a villain only has one motive and that is to stop the hero, then it's a very weak villain. Okay. Uh just one enemy and that was Iron Man. 
then he would have been a very weak villain True. he had a fa- he doesn't give a shit about yep. iron man yeah he doesn't give a shit about thor or any of these people true but he had bigger motive yeah but i think that's where then you know you can so hero or maybe let the hero sign because you know he defeated that big figure big villain yeah. you know and uh, uh, for example gabbar singh didn't give a shit about jay or veeru mm-hmm. yeah. i mean like kon jay veeru bhai True. Like so, that is how you can make a villain really. Hero's motive would always be to stop the villain. Mm. But villain always need to have a bigger motive and a bigger agenda, and they are not there just to just to create conflicts or yeah. stand against the hero or anything like that. They have bigger motives. Yeah. Even in movies like uh, Dabang or any of these movies. these villains have bigger motives they want to become mla or mp you know and the king of the city you know they don't they only notice the hero when hero starts coming in their way before that they don't even notice are kya chindi hai ja mar kya true <laughs> yeah Yeah. yeah so that kind of a thing is there so that's when that's how we create star characters yeah they should yeah. not be directly against the protagonist uh, and that's how we start creating villains for the show yeah and once all then define these... the goal or aim for the protagonist itself uska apna you know he has got his own aim or goal and then try and merge these two things so once our villains are in place our hero is in place our all the characters are in place then we start creating story springboards okay and the in these story springboards we basically create small small stories mm-hmm. in which okay in the story the hero will come and do this and the villain will have this motive and so then, is uh, this uh, some kind of visual board or uh... it's a bible we call it a show bible or okay. a concept bible okay and also we call it a character bible uh, so now because you have this whole plot then you create different smaller scenes inside uh... then we can start creating the screenplays for the episodes yeah or the entire screenplay of a movie once we have this entire thing in place yeah when we ha- once we have the entire premise in place that's when we start creating the screenplays or the scripts or any of these things yeah that's all about how we start creating the stories and how we build the stories and yeah yeah how does this whole thing come together and then like you know okay now i'm done so what's that point for you like ki this story is now done how much time does it take for you to kind of come to that point okay now i'm done uh, mostly uh, when you're writing stories uh, commercially mm-hmm it depends on the deadlines uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah because you have to be done when the deadline is there I mean, True. Like, okay i'm done deadline is tomorrow yeah. or maybe <laughs> deadline is just one hour i'm done yeah uh, but mostly uh, uh, when you get a lot of freedom with the deadlines for example when i was working with netflix they just gave me the freedom to create a show and they just told me like sonam take as much time as you want pick any topic and we just need two concept bibles from you in 6 months or maybe 10 months or whatever time you want to take and that time uh, i actually uh, try to create full circles in my bible like okay this character has this arc and when this arc comes to full circle that's when i'm done with this character so i try to create full circles in the entire story and concept and the bible and the each character each location and when i feel that okay i have created a full circle what do you mean by creating full circle full circle is like complete meaning giving 
फॉर एग्जाम्पल देर हैज टू बी अ पर्पज फॉर अ पर्टिकुलर कैरेक्टर हाँ इफ देर इज अ कैरेक्टर इट नीड्स टू हैव अ पर्पज इट के नॉट जस्ट कम इन फॉर वन सीन देन इट बी एन इंसिडेंटल कैरेक्टर और साइड कैरेक्टर इट के नॉट जस्ट कम इन फॉर वन सीन एंड देन यू टोटली फोगेट अबाउट दैट कैरेक्टर इट के नॉट जस्ट कम इन फॉर वन एपिसोड एंड देन यू जस्ट फोगेटिंग अबाउट दैट कैरेक्टर दैट इज वेन यू एक्चुअली आर क्रिएटिंग अ वीक कैरेक्टर वीक कॉन्सेप्ट नो वेन एवर इवन अ स्टोरी it has to come in full, full circles if you have uh, given uh, certain direction to the story then obviously you'll start uh, with a purpose and once that purpose is solved for that character for that story for that location that's when you call it coming in full circles oh, okay if i have a lot of time to create a concept or a show or a bible then i check my story for that okay this particular character is coming in full circles because his purpose is solved the purpose i had given him in the beginning that purpose is solved so this character is coming in the okay this location is coming in full circle so all the elements in the story are coming in now i'm happy yeah and i've solved all the questions all the questions that sometimes i ask uh, keep a set of questions with myself and once i uh, start answering those questions then i feel okay the this i've done this i've done this. so there are several questions we can discuss it some other time but yeah. uh, there are set of questions yeah that i keep answering and then i keep ticking them okay 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 this is done this is done this is oh now my concept looks strong and powerful and that's when i feel like now it's good to go but for uh, episodes actually in india you only get 3 days time to finish an episode really Yeah, when I am done, it actually depends on the deadlines. So, uh, but in US and Europe, you actually get one month, two months to finish one episode, and I can take as much time as I can to actually feel that okay, now I'm done. Sometimes you get lazy and you actually have to finish the episode just one day before the deadline, and then also I can feel like yeah, I'm done now because tomorrow is the deadline. Yeah. Any best piece of uh, storytelling advice that you have got from? uh you know some of the other writers that you have worked with or you know somebody whom you have observed or anything is if there is so uh when i started my career uh, i was a kid obviously i started my career at the age of 19 and a half yeah, and, uh, that story is very interesting so at uh, that time i was like full of energy yep. i would be very energetic all the time you know and whenever i'll sit down to write a story i'll be like uh, I'll get up and I'll get distracted. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, I have to go this. I have to go do this. And yeah. I'll get distracted. I'll start watching content on YouTube. Or- yeah. And I was not able to manage yeah. this particular thing that I was not able to write for long hours. And uh, that time I was working with Jeffrey Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the writer of Ducktales, Tailspin, you know, and yeah. uh, Ninja were, Turtles, yeah. and uh, so you were working on Shaktiman animation series. Yeah, I was working on Shaktiman animation series, and uh, uh, but with this guy, like yeah. uh, Jeffrey Scott, is also the writer of How to Write for Animation. Yeah. So uh, I asked him, like, sir, I mean, like, you are so good. You write the scripts, you know, you send them across. How can you write for such long hours? Then that's when I got this advice that soon you have. Have to keep your energy levels really, really low. Really? Yeah. If you want to write for long hours, if you don't want to get distracted, don't drink coffee. Don't consume a lot of sugar. You know, you just have to keep your energy levels really low. And that's why some of the writers also use substances like ganja and stuff to like to actually write for yeah. long hours. You know, because uh, if you cannot write for long hours. then obviously you'll not be able to finish your script you'll not be able to finish your story yeah so that was the best piece of advice in the beginning of my career yeah but obviously like i met several writers and everyone had great advices for me so biggest advice would be to always keep your mind open mm-hmm. and you can always learn new things 
and you should never stop dreaming so do you feel writer. distracted now sometimes uh, how, how do you deal with that how i deal with it that i don't get up from my seat oh, okay. i would watch a movie i would do something else So you define target for yourself like on this setting that uh, you know I need to get to yeah, this point. Yeah, I, I actually do that, and uh, I actually keep a lot of stuff uh, like on my table so that I don't have to get up. And uh, like for example, if I feel hungry, hmm. and if I get up, the entire flow is gone. Yeah. So I keep a lot of stuff on my table like biscuits and chips and uh, nachos and something else, something else, so that I don't have to get up hmm. and water. And uh, obviously, you have to go and pee. <laughs> I wish there was a hack for that. <laughs> That's how I manage it. I don't get up until and unless I have put something on the paper. And if I'm not able to put anything on the paper, that means I'm having a writer's block. I need to get out. So you type? I type uh, because see, typing helps you concentrate. Okay. So many people speak, you know, and they, it's very easy to get distracted when you're speaking. You know, for example, I just got distracted like two minutes ago, and I started seeing this carpet that is there, you know, and then I had to pull myself back because I'm speaking. I can easily get distracted. I can look at this AC and get distracted <laughs> because writers are like that. Yeah, I think so. In that case, like, do you also make sure that there is no clutter on the place that you work? Like anything that there is a lot of clutter. Yeah, I mean, that I in front of yeah. the table yeah, already. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I guess that is something you have to work. <laughs> With. Yeah, but yeah, definitely I uh, keep in mind that uh, the, there are not so many things around me. Like for example, I'll not put a PlayStation in my, or I'll not listen to music while writing. Yeah, I'll not have headphones. I'll not have a speaker because. I normally put a guitar where I write because I love to play guitar and you know, to sing a song in between. But rest of the things I just keep them away so that I don't get distracted. Yeah. So which one is your favorite story that you have written yourself? It might be difficult because you know all of those were your babies but uh, if if you have to pick one why? So it's a story that I have written for myself. I oh, okay. didn't sell it. Uh I didn't sell it because uh because it's really close to my heart okay. and uh, why because it's all about love okay. and uh, how difficult love can be and uh, what it is to actually love someone and uh, just you have to let him go for no reason uh, that uh, when how love can be crippling how love can be the most beautiful thing in the world and still it can be crippling so that concept that okay. is that i feel that was my best work but obviously so many people love uh, at one point of time chota bhim was a rage mighty raju chota was love all of these yeah all hail king julian i won an emmy award for that M- maybe one i can pick is like this story i had written um, भाई भाई की कहानी इन छोटा भीम ओके व्हाई बिकॉज देर आर दीज कैरेक्टर्स इन ढोलू एंड भोलू दे आर आइडेंटिकल ट्विंस ओके एंड दे हैव आइडेंटिटी क्राइसिस सडनली लाइक ओके पीपल कंफ्यूज मी फॉर यू एंड आई गेट लाइक इफ यू डू समथिंग पीपल वुड स्कोल्ड मी यू नो नो सो फॉर फ्रॉम नाउ ऑन आई एम नॉट ढोलू like even i am not bolu from now on and then they fight you know and then they come to realize that okay being identical twins is the greatest thing that i yeah i mean like so it's around this conflict yeah. uh, which is uh, funny and uh, close to a lot of people so i think so which is the favorite story from other writers uh, if you have to pick one again oh, this um, is a, yeah uh, pick one obviously uh, my favorite movie is uh, gladiator okay 
and uh, then in hindi movies parichay is my favorite movie okay what do you like about this gladiator i just love the way he struggled and and the kind of respect he manages to get at the end of the movie and uh, i mean every scene in that movie is like i can watch gladiator as many times as i want because every scene is so well planned and the emotions of the guy i can relate with each and every emotion and very well written so and parichay because uh, There are so many powerful scenes in that movie. This stranger comes from nowhere and then this grandfather, grandfather, he's trying to do something good for his uh, uh grandkids, but mm-hmm. they just hate him and how a simple introduction actually helps these kids to relate with their grandfather and fall in love with their grandfather. It's it's an amazing story that's So both the stories are very close to my heart and uh, I love watching them over and over again and very well written very well structured very powerful characters amazing lovely so any other piece of advice that you'd like to uh, share with the people you know something on the storytelling that we might not have discussed on this episode uh so if anyone is planning to become a storyteller or is trying to become a storyteller they should not be afraid of dreaming because uh, See um, every other profession in this world is about uh, specialization especially you are a doctor even doctors have specialization you think about bones you think about head you think about nose ear whatever engineers you think about a building you think about computer you like they are given certain things to think about we actually as storytellers we have this task to think about dreams for everyone else true true so, yeah yeah that we, that's our job we are actually dreaming for everyone else we are creating dreams for everyone else so that is why as a storyteller you should now never stop dreaming you should never be afraid of dreaming you should dream all the time <laughs> so that's that's my biggest advice oh i think that's really a powerful one this has been just phenomenal uh, conversations on um uh, so if people would like to reach out to you maybe ask you some more questions about the storytelling what's the best possible way to reach out to you how they can connect with you they can email me uh, on sonam.shekhawat@gmail.com i'll try to answer them all of their questions and obviously they can connect me on linkedin or facebook or any of these places all right thank you so much for being on the show i really enjoyed having this conversation with you i really appreciate that and even i had so much fun talking to you because you had so many questions and i love questions thank you Hey fellow podcasters and listeners thank you for joining us today I hope you liked this episode if you did make sure to subscribe to podcast on filtered on castbox and send us your feedback by leaving a comment there this podcast is a castbox original so castbox is the fastest growing highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android where you can get all your favorite podcast It is where I consume all my podcasts from and I'm sure you will love this too. Thanks again. I'll see you in the next.